Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, I'm Nick Cody. And I'm Luke Heggie. Throughout human history, there have been countless scuffles, melees, and fracasses. When planes were invented, we didn't magically just stop belting the shit out of each other. So ladies and gentlemen, strap in, kick your shoes off, recline your seat without checking, drink your duty-free, and start staring aggressively at strangers. This is Mid-Flight Brawl. Mid-Air Madness, passengers trading blows. Mid-Air Brawl on board a scoot flight from the Gulf At LAX. Thrown off a flight from Bali. A disruptive passenger on board. Cussing, screaming, spitting, even urinating. Many of them have been captured on cell phones. Where's the lady that started the Where's the f***? Please get freaking talking to me! I hope this crashes. Out the fucking door! Welcome to Mid-Flight Brawl. Any tip rat can fly now. Here's what happens when they do. I'm Nick Cody. And I'm Luke Heggie. How you going, mate? Yeah, good. Sorry, I've just introduced the show correctly. I believe what I should have said and what I said last week was Mid-Flight Brawl. And wasn't that yes. pointed out? Oh, yeah. What's that? The name of the very podcast of which you're a major stakeholder and you fuck it up. Yeah, this one. Midflight Borrel. Yeah. Midflight Borrel. <laughs> I don't think it's too big. Here's the full clip in context. Um, Man, you know what we should make for merch? We should make Midflight Borrel no. badassery factory. I still said brawl. I just said there was a little space between the B and the R. Well, that's how drunken people talk about their brawls. But <laughs> point is, mine haven't been that big either, but your legion of fucking nerd fans have thought it necessary to just jump on. Not that big. That's the best part of listening to a podcast or the internet in general for a lot of people. It's just to point out other others' fuck-ups. Yeah. Must must be very satisfying. Mate, you were very accurate there, or as you'd say. Very accurate. Um, <laughs> it's it's just going to descend into a dork-off. Yeah. Because I had, I had one bloke contact me and tell me that because I don't listen to podcasts. You know, why would I? Yuck. <laughs> you don't even know how they work. You just fucking yell your track into a cardboard box each week and send it in the mail. Then I've got to figure out the rest. <laughs> yeah, I do. Oh, I feel like I feel like I've done enough by the time we get to this stage. I don't know. Did I bring this up the other day? We finally thanks to everybody uh that's supporting us on Patreon and buying our merch, midflightbrawl.com or patreon.com slash midflightbrawl. We chuck up an extra ep of our spin-off pod, Land Larrikins, once a fortnight. New one out tomorrow. Forget all that. Your support has helped us hire an editor. And did I bring this up the other week, Heggy? I always forget this. What? If I've brought something up or not. Did I bring up when we had the meeting with the editor? No. Um, well, we had the meeting with the editor, who the editor, editor is literally... Your mate. He's your mate. And yeah, he is. Bloody good mate. We spoke for about 20 to 25 minutes about the different technical aspects of this podcast and yep. what we needed help with with the editing and blah, blah, blah and how I record. And you sat there. I thought your fucking camera was frozen, but not nah, just every 30 seconds you'd blink. And then after 20 to 25 minutes, you've said nothing as we're talking all the technical stuff. You just said, are you fucking nerds done yet? Yeah. <laughs> I wonder why I was there, really. <laughs> when, you, when you're just out of your depth, when I was like, 
I finished university and started to get a couple of shit jobs where I had to wear a tie and stuff. And the first one, yeah, I went to a meeting in a cafe, and I, f- I don't, I don't fucking drink coffee. It gives me the squirts. But I, I was sort of um, sitting there. Everyone's drinking their coffees, and I ordered a thick shake, mate. I'm kind of slurping it, yeah, and it's fucking. Oh, it didn't. That's when I knew corporate wasn't for this guy. Yeah, I, I don't know when I got into coffee. It, it must have been four or five. Oh, no, I remember I was doing a door-to-door sales job. My mate that I'd go around with, he drank coffee, so I finally got into it. But I, man, for years I'd get a thick shake Yeah, at a meeting. But in a business meeting, sometimes it raises eyebrows. Even better even better if they bring it out in the full metal, like in that big metal cup. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, if, <laughs> if, if there was a spider on the menu, I would have just gotten that. <laughs> just really commit. <laughs> Sorry, sorry, everyone. I've just got to interrupt this meeting. Hey, do you guys have Blue Heaven? <laughs> <laughs> so, Brisbane, mate, the new spiritual home of uh, AFL. Yeah. And I see you, I saw your mug up at the final. How'd you go? How did Essendon go? AFL grand final. Well, Essendon never been in a grand final since 2001. Thanks for asking. When your mates, the Brisbane Lions, kicked the shit out of us. Um, oh, that's what the whole the AFL thing to me, every time. There's a fairy tale story. I don't. I don't pay much attention, but there's always a fairy tale story. Like, oh, this team has not won for 67 years, and the next year we go. This team hasn't won for 75 years. You think how many fucking teams are there? Yeah, there's a lot. That's mad. I thought rugby league, the way people talk about it here, it had been going for maybe five centuries. Yeah. It turns out it's about eight weeks that this fucking <laughs> comp's been running, and they talk about the history, the history of the Brisbane Broncos. They came in in 1989 or whatever. You go, what? Yeah, I was born. Yeah. Fuck off. That, <laughs> Did you think you'd turn on Gladiator and, and see the Broncos running around in the background doing laps of the Coliseum? <laughs> That's the way they talk. Um, yeah, I had no idea. But, the, man, that AFL Grand Final was – it was awesome. Yeah. It was good fun. I had I, – the downside was, well, how I got the ticket, obviously, uh, the reason I get up at 3.50 a.m. Monday to Friday, I obviously clock into Triple M. Nobody there gives a fuck about the AFL and Brisbane didn't win, so. It's just a bunch of tickets sitting on reception, unclaimed. Yeah. And they, <laughs> they said, man, you're a Victorian, you'll love it. Take the young producer, Jack, because he's a mad Richmond supporter. And we got to go to a lunch beforehand. Like It was a five-hour lunch with free booze and I'm not drinking oh, yeah. like a fucking loser. Yeah. So I just had unlimited water um, <laughs> and I did get to hear some football players speak which we spoke about again the other week, just those. Oh, yeah. The sports function. What, uh, did you get some good pearls of wisdom? Yeah, I will, I will say, though, much better speakers than rugby league players, the AFL. Well, yeah, of course. They have to. There's a, they're, already talk, they're already thinking about the speaking circuit. Victoria's just full of ex-AFL people doing speaking jobs around the state, from what I can see. My, we were in the car the other night when the NRL grand final was on and my wife thought that we were listening to community radio, but no, we were listening to two leagues call the NRL grand final. <laughs> I had to explain that there's a lot of head trauma in that studio. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I, I won't have to give a fuck about rugby league for much longer because going back to Victoria, the old Fairweather family, the Cody's, there's some restrictions being lifted and hot diggity. We're back down oh, nice one. to the Garden State. Oh, good on you, mate. I'd like to take this opportunity to congratulate Melbourne brave souls that every single one of them are. 
Now, some of them saying they're brave enough to cry about this, the traditional opposite of bravery. There they are. Good on you. We all got through this together, Melbourne. Try not to fuck it up for the rest of us again, please, you progressives. Man, it'll be very interesting to see how it uh, how it goes. They keep talking about what a COVID Christmas is going to look like and oh, yeah. all that shit. But and, uh, you know what? I I don't want to go somewhere to have to wear a mask since I haven't had to wear one since the start of August. But fuck me, this humidity is like breathing through several several. Oh, there you go, several. Fucking put it in. <laughs> got him. Send it got in him. next week. He's got bloody palsy now. Yeah. <laughs> Um, <laughs> several. There you go. We'll play it next week. Yeah. Save your fucking <laughs> tweets. I'll have to cut it up like I did again this week, didn't I, Heggy? You texted me before and said, "Hey, by the way, you fucked up. Can you help me out and put it on the computer?" Midflight borrow. Yeah. <laughs> I was just hoping that it, it reaches saturation point, and all these dickheads whose dads I reckon I could bash just stop writing in and saying, "Got one, mate. Uh, Try this time code." Not to you, I mean, not me. And going, you know, let's get him again. You know what we should do? What? Here we go. Set a rule so we don't end up throwing each other <laughs> under the bus and people call me and go, Heggy fucked up, and they text you, hey, Heggy <laughs> fucked up. If one of us makes a fuck up, oi, listeners, you cut it out. You edit the audio, send me the clip, I'll put it in the toy. Oh, great. Cool. You know people are going to make their own remixes of wrong shit that's been said and that'll that'll make its way out into the public domain at some stage. Nothing wrong with that. You being awful. Yeah. I I respect that. You look you do look quite stinking hot up there, mate. It's quite cold here. I've just recommissioned the Ugg boots yesterday. What? Why? It's fucking unseasonably cold in Sydney. I've worked through the rain all day today. Yeah. It's fucking freezing. Jumper on and all. I don't know what's happened. Crazy times. Yeah, they they freak out up here, but I will say when it rains, it it's good and proper. Yeah, oh, it's good. you get a good shower. I went out to Orange last weekend and uh, rode my bike over to Mick Meredith, the other comics house, to get a to get a lift out there. And I just bought a t shirt on the Friday. Yeah, that was a mistake. Orange, quite fucking cold. How far? How far is Orange from Sydney? Four hours in a car. Ooh, yeah, Mick Meredith. He's a good bloke. That's a you could easily chat with him for an eight hour round trip. Oh man, he's great. Yeah, good gigs too. Get out there to the factory. Espresso Cafe, if you're ever in Orange, check out Nick Gleason's gig while you're at it. We are meant to be doing that together, but now I fucking can't go anywhere if I go to your state. No, you cannot. Rough. Although, Makes you think, don't it? Call- <laughs> my tour is t- kicking off properly, like my solo tour. That's kicking off uh, next week. Yep. And uh, it's already getting referred to as champagne comedy on a spumante budget. It's... Um, <laughs> Well, mainly by me, but, you know, who knows? Might catch on. But uh, coming to a lot of regional towns in New South Wales quite soon. So get over to LukeHeggy.com and check that out. Great. I've finally added a show. Nick Cody and friends, we're doing the Trifford Sunday, November 8th. It'll be my last gig in Brizzy before I fucking hit the bricks. Oh, nice one. So come on out. Yeah, cool, man. That'll be up on the Insta. Uh, but big episode this week, episode 33. Not everybody makes it this far. Should we get stuck in? No, they don't. Jesus didn't. Yeah, let's go, man. Do you want me to just kick off? I love these, Heggy. I know it's going to be a massive episode when there's a news headline. And here it is for this week's hit. Counter chaos caught on camera at Miami International Airport. Two passengers tried fighting an American Airlines gate member. You see the video right there, the terminal trouble escalating when they were told they had to wear shoes to board a flight. 
Don't you hate that? Yes. <laughs> Very good. This is hot off the press too, man. October 4, 2020. Amazing. October 4th. They're still pulling off this shit in 2020 in the coronavirus times, and it's not even coronavirus related. It's just your pure tip rat. And there was one word in there, Heggy, in that news headline. Did you pick up what city they were in? I did. Drink all day, play all Miami, Florida. Ah, oh, they don't disappoint down in the Dade. Miami, Florida, one of the most tranquil settings for any love story. And uh, our two, our couple here, our two star-crossed lovers are none other than Brittany Mohammadi and Manuel Artiega, conducting business down there, no doubt, as a break from their home, Huntington Beach, unofficial sister city to Manly, New South Wales. Hold on. Are you serious? Yes. So the Huntington Beach is the sister city of Manly? Yeah. Huntington Beach is the home of a UFC fighter, Tito Ortiz, who is one of the dumbest people of all time. <laughs> I don't know that he is, man. I watched this guy, the uh, Manuel Artiega. Who gave him a run, I reckon? I don't even know who you're talking about. Tito Ortiz, here's some of the things Tito Ortiz has said. Prepare yourself for the worst and the best will always happen. Yep, not bad. It's always nice to look in the mirror at the end of the day and see that you help somebody's life, even if only a little bit. This is a man that kicks people in the head for a living. Yes. Um, in terms of UFC and your fandom of the UFC, uh, that doesn't extend to the philosophy, does it? Of Tito Ortiz. Of all of them. Because they're all they all have some form of philosophy. No, I just like watching people fight, and ones that are very good at it. Yeah, okay. There's not many of them that I want to hear chat afterwards. Yeah, right. Or before. Absolutely. Considering they're not allowed to bite during the fight, they could just realistically have their mouths stitched up for life, couldn't they? <laughs> exactly. And the same thing had happened. You still get entertained. They still get their money. <laughs> anyway, these um these two. Yep. Uh, we got uh, Brittany. Oof. Two T's. Uh, she's known on Instagram as Voodoo Brit. So many blessings, why we stressing is her motto. She likes taking self-videos, sometimes with eyebrows as thick as my thumb. Looks like a kid made them. And uh, she does have her detractors, but in equal measure, supporters. So I had a, look, had a little flick through her Insta, and um, it appears she's the youngest, youngest sibling by some distance. One particular heartfelt Instagram post is Voodoo Brit posing with her three sisters, no less. And it says, can't believe all three of these bitches changed my diaper and wiped my baby vag. Now look at us all growing up. Thank you, God, for blessing me with my sisters. What do you, re- what do you reckon God would make of that? <laughs> now that I see that's what she's written under, the, under a photo of her with her older sisters, it really makes sense why she's at an airport with no shoes on. Oh, yeah, well, baby vag. <laughs> Out, by the way, how did she spell vag? Oh, V-A-G, not like madge. No, 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 yeah, see, but I think vag is a bit of a situation much like moot, you know. How do you spell it? Very debatable. Yeah, comedian Tommy Little, our mate, he goes with M-U with umlauts, T for moot. Well, that's because that's how it's spelled. <laughs> that's why he goes with that. <laughs> Is that what you'd go with? Well, it's not what I go with, mate. You don't argue with science. That's how it's spelt. And Vag is V-A-G. So, yeah, uh, baby Vag. And her partner, Manuel Artiego, is actually, that's quite a common name. It was uh, He was a little harder to find. He's not to be confused with the Venezuelan national footballer of the same name, 
who incidentally scored zero goals for his national team despite being a forward. Oh, fuck yeah. Big money for failure in that sport, isn't there? Man, they, he could be middle of the pack. Zero goals. Soccer sucks. Why, well, yeah. <laughs> who, who fucking knows where they are? I quite like the beautiful game myself, but yeah, it, the scoreboard does tick over very slowly. And that's why uh, Americans don't really get into it. They need to see big scores. You know that the nineteen was it nineteen ninety four World Cup was in the US, and they the Americans pitched um, soccer to be played in quarters instead, so they could ram more ads in. <laughs> <laughs> Did they want to make the goal the entire width of the field as well? Yeah, can we have? Can that net just be a solid thing? We can stick a fucking logo on all this. <laughs> yeah, goalkeeper gets a gun, all that. Yeah, oh, you can make it far more interesting. <laughs> yeah, can we have a part of the field be trampoline? Yeah, <laughs> they love it. They, fuck, I again, you know, you know, they are they are my mates. Your but, mates. Uh, I do love America. The one thing I don't like at all is their insistence on fucking noise every two seconds at a sporting event. Oh, just let me think. All the pomp. You know where it hasn't gotten into, and that is rugby union. I went to that Queensland Reds game, um, and they just let stuff stop for a second. Yeah. <laughs> and then when people do good things, they clap. I don't know, man. you got your sort of Pringle uh, knitted jumper around your neck, tied up, <laughs> pink, golf wear out at Ballymore there. I had a, a Hawaiian shirt on. They almost didn't let me in. Oh, right. Well, yeah, they'd be dead against that. Was that the RMs got me across the line. It was fine. Ah, of course. Yeah, Queensland, uh, well, it's part of the Queensland tuxedo, isn't it? The RMs. It's how you round that out. Your moles you your check it? shirt tucked in. <laughs> anyway, so we're looking at uh, Manuel Artiega, Manny. He did, however, reveal himself dancing solo in the background of one of Voodoo Brit's selfie videos. Couldn't help but comment on her beauty and bam, we're in. Found him. <laughs> yeah, I picture you. Just scrolling through the internet like fucking Terminator, you've just got that that eye that's just scanning. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just a just red vision. Oh man, you got to look through fucking Instagram comments and stuff till you find these sorts of people. It's excruciating, but I found the guy, and um, turns out Manny himself he doesn't own a lot of shirts. If he's one hundred percent professionally photographed, Instagram is anything to go by. He dislikes wearing shirts as much as he likes cigars. Big wristwatches like yachtsmen wear, Whoa. and fanning out cash with both hands. Classy gentleman. Oh yeah. I, nothing shits me more than a large watch. Someone thinking that's good. Terrible. Just a fat watch face. Oh. You know, like how there, there's a couple of expensive watches that look like that, but very rare. Yeah. The most expensive watches you can't tell unless you're someone that has expensive watches. I think. I think that's how it works. Yeah. Right. The big ones, I can't get. You look like a fucking tennis player on the back of a magazine. If you show someone the back of your wrist and you can still see the watch face, no, just, it's, oh yeah, <laughs> if it's sticking out the sides, if it's wider, if it's wider than your wrist, no good. Yeah, but a side watch. Um, he's uh, yeah, finger configuration appears to be quite important in these sorts of photos too. When you're posing as like a cool guy from Huntington Beach with short dreadlocks, no less, uh, it's quite important. When a photo gets taken, that you know, I'm not talking sharkers, nothing like that. Like, like all those, 
it's like those pricks who invent a persona and and a look because they're so unhappy. They've got those yeah. Beverly Hills 90210 style handshakes and shit. <laughs> and they've always got this shit in the in the photos as well. It's fucking horrible to look at. Um on Huntington Beach though, not only home to your mate, the fighter, it is the uh happens to be the birthplace of musical acts such as the offspring, the vandals. Alien Ant Farm, Stone Temple Pilots, and of course, Manuel Artiega, musician. Now, I want to play you a little bit of Manuel Artiega here. I don't want you to. Tell me something about this clip that I'm playing now. What caught your ear there, Heggy? Well, Manny Leon, as is his stage name, and that sounds to me, and it turns out he is a very good musician. He's been classically trained at the fucking laptop. That's what I that's what I take from that. You know what you didn't pick up? That was three separate songs. Oh, was it? Yeah. All <laughs> oh, right. I thought that's just how they do it. <laughs> that's how good his music is. Man, mm. you're gonna have to stop playing that. I mean, I don't know. I know not everyone likes whatever genre of music this is. I gave it a chance though because I've got an open <laughs> mind, known for it. But um, it actually gave me a fucking headache. It's, it's the equivalent to me of a strobe light, like oral <laughs> epilepsy. It's, it's that shit that gets made in bedrooms by geezer types that never been in the same room as a fucking instrument. And on top of that. He's just mucking around with the volume button like a toddler who just found your ghetto blast and can't leave the thing alone. You're not allowed to hit them. <laughs> Is it someone with decks in their bedroom? Another adult with decks? Absolutely. That's what this guy is. Horrible. Quick question. We don't have studio footage of Manuel. Do, do, is he shirtless singing? Uh, you reckon with the cans on? Of course. Yeah. Pro- I, I'm surprised he doesn't have video clips because I couldn't find any. And... Um, It'd definitely be up there if you had a video clip. But, yeah, he'd be shirtless probably outside by a pool or something. All that shit they do. Yeah. Um, Manny is the CEO of Bean Official Records. Being official. Bean Official, one word, one F. Huh. So it's like beneficial but Bean Official. Oh, uh, uh, okay. <laughs> so he's not he's not a nobody, mate. He's a bloody CEO. In much the same way I think that I'm the senior partner and chairman of the board at Luke Heggie Enterprises, <laughs> he's the CEO of Bean Official Records. Yeah. So, Man, not only am I CEO, but I'm also CFO and mailroom boy and accounts receivable and payable at nickcody.com.au. <laughs> <laughs> You're not writing that on anything, are you? <laughs> it's too much. Business card too big. Do you, do you reckon these kids now being born and their parents just call them <laughs> such and such dot com? I wish, I wish I'd known before my son was born. I would have just chucked the CEO on the end. CharlieCEO.com. <laughs> What a name. <laughs> anyway, Manny, being official, has uh, 600, well, it's not big, but it's big enough, 600 followers. On Insta? On his Instagram, dis- despite making one solitary post. Whoa. Cynics may smell a rat, not me. Judging by his followers, turns out Manny is big in Thailand and Serbia almost exclusively. Perfect. So, Man, well, he's clearly a man of the world. Yeah. Thai people love discovering a new talent. This resonates with everyone. Ain't 
Who doesn't want to fuck with a real one? Nah, fucking robots love him. Do you reckon is the is the bots like bots are big fans? Fuck yeah. The the actual bots that are like, which one of these pictures is a fucking is a tank? You know, <laughs> is a, <laughs> if you get confused by that, you love Manny. <laughs> yeah. Well, Manny Manny doesn't wear. Like he, he was wearing a shirt in the incident we're we're referring to here, but these two are down in the Dade, right? Down at uh, your favourite place, Miami Airport, and they're attempting to fly back to LA. Yep, got to get out of Miami sometimes. It's hard to keep it real down there. Better get back to Huntington Beach to get papped outside an organic food shop owned by fucking Amazon. Um, so they're down there at the gate, right? Manny and Brittany, two T's, and um, turns out. Brittany, as you alluded to, she's forgotten her shoes. Yeah, happens. Who hasn't that happened to? She gets told, you can't fly without them. She says, we're not leaving. They say, yeah, we know. No shoes, no service. Not the fucking Gold Coast. Well, yeah, this is on the news. They asked her how it, how that ended up happening. How do you not know that it isn't acceptable to wear shoes in the airport? Okay, you know what? I don't go on the airport that often. You know, if you don't go to a place that much, how do you know if you're meant to wear shoes there or not? <laughs> you saw what happened, though. She turned up with shoes on and lost her shoes in between turning up with shoes and getting on the plane. Oh, yeah. Oh, man, she's left her shoes at the TSA, not home. The uh, Transportation Security Administration. Don't set those love an acronym while we're down here. But... um. She decided, once she'd done that, not to go back and get them. It's like, fuck it. I was about to kick them off in the aisle anyway. Well, uh, some security officer at the x-ray machine has obviously thought, oh, hot diggity, new shoes for the missus when I get home. No need for flowers today. So um, Brittany's just started cruising around at the gate lounge, knocking back tequila barefoot, as is the apparent right of every modern fucking traveller. Based on attitude and eyebrows, I'm guessing Gucci slides for the double T Brittany. <laughs> They could have fallen off anywhere. But it's nice to know they were just in that little tub. How maggot do you have to be at the airport to <laughs> just walk off without shoes on? Yeah, oh, yeah. Man, she's she's not the only one. Manny appears to have walked off without his belt, pantsed down around his fucking knees in the footage I saw. So what do you make of that? Free belt as well. Um so Brittany, this like the biggest thing that kicked this off. She's she's jumped the counter to to get at the star. So many blessings while we stressing in some languages translates to <laughs> on the bash you. She did. She uh, The footage is fucking great. It was a decent vertical leap. Yeah, she's done all right. For a short woman with attitude. There was a, you know, that was a bit of bounce. She had some pep in her step. Well, that the problem was is it wasn't just pep. Uh, we were at oh, Voodoo Lounge. <laughs> you hear what happened to her beforehand? The two admitting they were drunk. What were you drinking? Uh, we were at oh, Voodoo Lounge. We to kill to kill ya to kill ya. She to kill yes. To kill ya to kill ya. She was on the tequilas at bloody. Uh, we were at oh, Voodoo Lounge. Really at Voodoo Lounge. How many Miami Dade stories start with that? We're having tequilas at Voodoo Lounge. Whoop! whoop. That's the next. Whoop! Yes. Whoop whoop. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I don't know. You know that news story that you played a clip out of? Yeah. The cops have obviously just stopped what they're doing to them outside to let them get interviewed by a TV station. No, 
It was the next day. Ah. That's how much these lunatics just wanted to get their face on the telly. I tell you what, Americans, they're, they're all born TV ready, aren't they? They got hit up. They got hit up by the news. Um, WSVN TV, which I assume their news station is just next to the airport. Right. Why would you go far for the stories? Yeah. They've probably just got someone stationed there next to Hertz and Thrifty. They've just got a journo <laughs> sitting, <laughs> sitting at a desk ready to talk to people about Voodoo Lounge. The um, the journalist, though, he sounded a bit – he um, he was taking shots at them in the, in the piece uh, before he started talking to them in the pre-recorded piece that went to air, and he sounded like your – who was your mate, the American cop? Who was buddy your mate, the TV cop with um, the big teeth? Oh, Sergeant John Bunnell with the hair. Yeah, this one. Capturing a criminal takes a lot of hard work, but keeping them locked up takes something more. Hard evidence. Mate, the journo, the journo had a crack at him and tell me he doesn't sound a bit like your mate here. It's about a woman refusing to wear shoes and why these two wound up wearing cuffs Sunday instead. Oh, man, a lot of people have ripped off John Bennell's act. <laughs> That's great. Very good. You don't, they don't quite get to the pun, but they do get some sort of play on words in there. Okay. You know, he's going to the big house now, not his house, that sort of thing. Um, so, yeah, she's jumped the counter, right, and didn't, didn't manage to do it. They're quite high counters, and she did have a long dress on and stuff. But the boyfriend, Manny, he's helped out a bit and dragged her off the counter and marched her off. He was so quick, like in the footage, he was so quick at grabbing her off the desk that I wouldn't be surprised if it's not the first time oh. he's had to drag her away from an encounter. Absolutely. Yeah, he was already ready. He, he had the phone in one hand. He was scrolling through Insta and the, the left arm has just come out. <laughs> he can't see her feet on the ground next to him and he go, oh, I know what's happened. I'll just do a quick scoop. She'll be in the vicinity of my left arm somewhere. Drag her off. Oh, yeah. Not again. Um so he's sort of marched her off because he knows what's coming. And uh, outside, after he's frog marched her out to the smoking area where police usually malinger with their hands in their pockets, she started some static with the filth. Could have just walked off, I reckon, but she's had to start getting stuck into the filth. And then, and then something weird happened. There was a dude there. I assume because of where he was parked. You know how there's that lane at the airport that no one's allowed to park in except, except cops and security and stuff? Had plain clothes... I'm assuming he's a plainclothes dog handler cop. He appears to be there. But even for a plainclothes pig in Miami, very much casual Friday. He had thongs on, for God's sake. So I'm still not 100% on that. But he's very confident and he seemed to be chatting with the cops. And it is Florida as well. So that could, you could just be a you know, stock standard suburban vigilante. Yeah, you've just gone down to the shops, grabbed an AK-47. You're going to make some citizens arrest. That's probably fine. <laughs> Well, well within your right. You're in Miami. The cops just let him, like, he goes and gets his Alsatian out of the car. That's a great leveller, isn't it? Because these two are going at him and he just pulls the car out. Like, only the police can park there, which is what made me think it was a cop. And uh, he's pulled his Alsatian out and they backed the fuck off him straight up. Like, he looked, you know, man with an Alsatian, I'm not going to punch him. Um, also, Manny was getting around. He already he had his phone out yeah. filming everything yeah. and was very quick on the I'll sue you as the Americans tend to go to almost immediately. Well, yeah, it's a mantra. It's straight after you say hello. Well, we should have known that. 
just based on his songs, that you're now fucking with a real one. Yeah. All right. Now you may think that means violence, <laughs> but it actually means legal terms. Yes. Well, the uh, the short dreadlocked manual starts chanting, "You attacked me with a dog." Ah ah ah. She's she's yelling, "You guys eat shit!" Repeatedly. Give me your badge numbers. That sort of business. As if they're going to remember them in their state. Hey, and just a heads up for Brittany Double T. Next time, maybe ask for the badge number first, then get it, then say, you guys eat shit. Yeah. Because being so rude off the top, (laughs) probably not going to get a lot of information out of people. Oh, the filth here, they take a lot of shit before doing anything. Like It's that old mentality of hit me, hit me, hit me, why'd you hit me? That's difficult to reason with that, isn't it? So um, Brittany has started yelling, arrest me, arrest me, which is, you know, Arguably not that clever. Then physical contact happens and the rest of it will appear in future Miami-Dade County High School history textbooks of these two lovers getting arrested. Um, scuffle. Bit of a scuffle. Did you watch it? Yeah, the fight was great. Brittany put up more of a bloody scrap than Manuel did. Oh, yeah, he copped shit about that on his Instagram. Oh, did he? <laughs> Probably from Brittany. Yeah, might have been. Maybe she's got a secret account. It's like, oh, they threw you around, mate. You're fucking weak. I mean, the scuffle goes for a little while in terms of scuffles. They usually over pretty quick, but it turns into a four versus two scrum formation, collapses to the ground quite clumsily, must be said. Some cops, you know when you see like a scuffle, cops sort of momentarily fall to the ground. They look like beetles on their backs. Yeah. It's too much shit on the belt. Nah, it's it's, – they look like they haven't been asked to pass a physical for some time to me. (laughs) Yeah, how that's not just a six-monthly or yearly – Thing. Oh, well, not enough. They've got staffing issues, don't they? A lot of fat cops around. That's why they're shooting people. Can't fucking chase them. Um, so the fight it peels off into two two versus one situations. They've sort of split it up, and that's when the perps end up face down, getting cuffed, obviously. So um, these two sitting there, both eating bitumen, getting cuffed and screaming. We've all seen this configuration before. The I love you, baby, I love you, they can't keep us apart, we'll die together. Cops say, yeah, okay. I didn't hear that, but I'm assuming that's what they were yelling. Do you reckon the cops, when they're just filling out the the arrest sheet here, do you think they've just got this info hard printed into the page already? Uh, We were at Voodoo Lounge. To kill ya, to kill ya. Do you think it's just there? They can just circle it? It's already just in there. It's already on the form. You can just go, yeah, it's on the form. Voodoo Lounge, tequila. It's like our it's like our official cop form. It's already got Jaden in there <laughs> on the top. No, it's got Aiden and then you just fill in B R or J or K. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or you could just circle it if it is Aiden. Yeah. <laughs> Aiden with a Y, a few of them. Um I mean good thing good thing pigs do have, have weapons on the belt because they're not great at hand to hand combat. Are they? From all the videos I've watched, not not a lot of good fighters. I mean, some I, I don't know. Some some bystanders here they've they've rolled in at the crucial moment and think the worst. They've just turned up and started videoing at this point. They've thought, oh, here we go again. Get the camera out. There'll be a na- nationwide riot next week. But playing the cards right. Must be said though, in this instance, the 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 police were very very patient. I would have just shot Manny in the balls minutes earlier and let the results take care of themselves, <laughs> mate. I. Uh... Did you see, I don't know what website you saw the footage on of this fight, but all, I watched all nine minutes of it 
yeah. as have 300,262 other people yeah. on the great Instagram feed only in Dade. Oh, yeah, I saw that. Four of those people are me, so you might want to reduce the numbers <laughs> a little bit. Um, <laughs> in terms of settling down, though, like if you, if you as a cop, if you just shoot someone in the balls, watching your boyfriend, like she would have settled right down too. Watch it, or just taser him. Watching your boyfriend getting tasered in the nuts, that's better than breathing into a paper bag. It's a bloody age-old story, isn't it? We've seen it before. We'll see it again. As soon as a woman sees her boyfriend getting his ball sack electrocuted, when she finishes laughing, she'll think, oh, I better take it easy from here on. <laughs> it's a bit of – it's a cold shower. It's a – I saw someone once. I left a, um, left a pub very, very drunk and saw a cyclist get hit quite hard. He was fine, but went up in the air, landed on the roof of the car, rolled off the bonnet onto the ground and got hit so hard that it sobered me up. All right. That's what you need, just to witness some violence. Don't even need some yourself these days. No, you don't You don't need to cop it. You just need to see it really close, really close up. And that, fuck, that's worth two kebabs and a barocca. You know, I could have driven after that. Oh, I sober up completely when I run someone over. <laughs> <laughs> Makes you think, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> they could breathalyze me and be like, you haven't had anything for months, have you? No, man, that scared the shit out of me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, forget yeah, forget Lucas aid. <laughs> Just a boom boom with his Yeah. <laughs> Hold on, what was that? Well, um I mean the fallout of this is not quite clear yet. They've been charged, but they were out the next day talking to cameras, so maybe they let him out for that. But um the phonetically spelt Brittany said she doesn't get out that much, and that's why the whole thing happened in the first place. And uh Manny, too, he he managed to appear shirtless for the TV interview. That's what made me think it was straight after because he didn't have a shirt on for the interview. His two shirts are in his check-in bag. On, on their way to LA. Yeah, that's why he's upset. Yeah. <laughs> well, he's being charged for kicking a cop in the, in the struggle. In his defense, it was a bit of a scuffle. Now, if you get kicked in a scuffle, I wouldn't call that a kick. And um, she's getting charged for battering a pig. Resisting arrest and disorderly intoxication, as if there's another kind. <laughs> Have you seen the Instagram footage from Voodoo Brit the day after? Uh, no. They're just walking around South Florida still, and she was bragging about how people are noticing them. And she said in her stories, "We're walking around like normal civilians, and people are people literally are stopping us and saying, you guys are crazy.'" Great. We've got fans out here. It's it's funny how you can interpret fandom any way you want. It's it's like anything there. It's pretty yeah. good. And then Manny put up a photo. Uh, fuck AA. They're on a plane. Um, Spirit Airlines took them home in the end. Oh, they'll take anyone. Spirit. Yeah, Spirit, Spirit Airlines, Tiger of the US. Yeah. <laughs> Taking all the rejects. After arriving back in LA, um, Brittany, two T's, posted a clip referring to herself and her boyfriend as Miami's Bonnie and Clyde. Oh, sick. I thought you were about to say political prisoners, but uh, Bonnie and Clyde, even better. (laughs) (laughs) They hate when there's just – well, there's haters. There were clearly too many haters in Florida for them to stay there. They had to get back home. And by haters, I mean police enforcing rules. Yeah, (laughs) you got to get out, follow your dreams. Don't let the haters (laughs) get you down. They're everywhere. Shoot for the stars, America. <laughs> With all their laws. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yuck. Anyway, 
wear your fucking shoes to the airport. The first hint is all that concrete. I mean, my kids don't go to the airport that much, but even they know to put shoes on before they get out of the car. I think I said this the other week. If you're not driving directly to the beach, you should have footwear on when you're leaving the house. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Doesn't matter. I don't think there's anywhere else you can go. No shoes required. Maybe picking up darts. Or picking up the service station. We've all done the service station run with no shoes. Yeah. Late at night, hoping there's no glass, but whatever. <laughs> Take your chances. <laughs> Durries or beach, no airport. You said, though, Heggy, I remember a few years ago you pointed out something that I'd missed at uh, our favourite airport, Gold Coast International Airport. Gold Coast Airport at Coolangatta, they, um, they've got a, what is it, no shoes or no bare feet allowed sign. Yeah, they've got a no bare feet sign after security, no bare feet sign for families who turn up with all their bags, all the passports, everything else and go, fuck, we've done it again. We've got no <laughs> shoes on. There's... <laughs> Fortunately, you can just buy Ugg boots or something if you've got the cash at the airport. Yeah. That's where Ugg boots get sold from what I've seen. Or some places there's like a thong vending machine now, isn't there? Oh, really? Yeah, I've seen thongs in a vending machine. You want to be confident you're getting the right size. Yeah. It's not like a Coke, is it? Yeah, you should never be putting more than a $5 note into a vending machine, I reckon. Oh, yeah. You've made a big mistake. I love when you see someone buying a fucking 15-inch MacBook Pro out of a vending machine. <laughs> Go, Jesus. <laughs> that is confident. You're going to want to know that little ring thing goes all the way around. It pops down. Yeah. Yeah. For some reason, those electronic those electronics vending machines, they've got the, hey, we've got a 65-inch OLED. It's on the top shelf. Yeah. You go, that's got to make a big drop. <laughs> <laughs> Things as wide as two credit cards. I don't know if it's going to be thick as two credsies. I don't know if it should be dropping. <laughs> Mate, I don't know. The uh, the Falcon would probably survive a hit from the top shelf. <laughs> the Falcon, the Falcon. It's but, well, that uh, your TV's weighted. It'd float down. Oh yeah, you'd have plenty of time to catch it. <laughs> how, by the way, how is the Falcon? Oh, it's great. It's yeah, it's just like a, I mean, it did freeze the other day. We didn't know what to do, but it just uh, turned it off, turned off the power at the mains. At the, <laughs> the power board and then um, like to the whole house and then turn it back on, came alive. Well, you shut the whole, you shut, shut the whole house operations down for a minute, fridge and all. Nothing else seemed to work. Like we're turning the television off and on. Doesn't have an on and off switch. So if the remote's gone, how's that? Hold on. <laughs> you lose the remote, TV's on forever. I guarantee having never seen your television, it has got an on off button. Get to my house and you'll eat your fucking words. Not there. <laughs> it doesn't even have, you have to unplug it at the wall. It's hardwired. The wire's hardwired in the back. It's not even like a kettle cord. It's hardwired <laughs> so that you can't lose the cord. So you can't even pull that out. What do you mean? Well, you can pull it out of the wall. Yeah. But at the back of the telly, you know how you can usually pull the power cord out? Oh, yep, yep. Can't do that. Hardwired. No. So I don't lose, don't lose the cord. So don't lose the remote. Tip from the top for anyone who, know, who owns a for Falcon or potential for Falcon owners: do not lose a remote or run out of batteries. Your TV will be on forever. <laughs> Makes you think, doesn't it? Um, <laughs> mate, are we all done with Brittany and Manny? Yeah, I think I don't think Brittany and Manny are done with the news, but we're done with them for now. Hopefully, they'll get on a plane again. Yeah, well, they don't even have to. I've got a fair feeling we'll see them over at our uh, at our Patreon spinoff, Land Larrikins. Oh yeah, <laughs> can't wait. I mean, probably tomorrow they'll be in a McDonald's food court somewhere, doing something <laughs> crazy. 
that brings us to the end of another episode of Mid-Flight Brawl. Thanks so much, Brittany with two Ts and Manny. Yeah. You, what are you up to, mate? You got anything to promote? End of the show before we go? No. Well, besides our Patreon, patreon.com slash midflightbrawl. Get in there, chuck us some shekels, get some stuff back, yeah. new episodes of uh, our spinoff, Land Larrikins, and a bunch of other stuff. Check out patreon.com slash midflightbrawl. Uh, I was meant to be doing the Sydney Comedy Store and Newcastle um, in a month or so, but I'm going to Victoria and we've had to cancel because I don't know if I'll be allowed out. Probably not. I'll do it for you. I'm doing it, both of those places. Among other regional dates, if you want to pop over to lukeheggy.com, I just announced a bunch of tour dates. So get in on that if you live regionally in New South Wales or ACT. I'm coming. Yeah, could you just do the show for me? Could you put on 15 to 20 kilos in a short time frame and repeat setups? Easily. I could just repeat myself, yell a bit, do a bit of yes and in the middle. They'll think it's you. You'll you'll fucking let me down at the start. You'll come out. You won't say hello. And they'll go, hold on. That's not our jovial mate, the redhead jolly ginger, Nick Cody. I'll spend five minutes being a lovable larrikin at the start. <laughs> at least five minutes. Doesn't sound like much, but it's a lot just to say hello, everyone. <laughs> That'll eat up a fair bit of time before the three or four jokes I'll get through in one hour. Hey, stories. <laughs> oh, stories, big your pun. Detailed stories. How Melbourne. Uh, <laughs> um, that's it for another episode of Midflight Brawl. Check us out at Midflight Brawl on Instagram and send us an email, midflightbrawlpod at gmail.com. We appreciate all your emails and your messages. And your bloody the nice reviews you're leaving. There's a lot of Merry Christmas being typed uh, into iTunes, which I'm very fond of. Yeah, great. Ruin Christmas. Um, thanks again. Thanks for telling your mates. And uh, maybe I'll, I'll let people know when I'm in the virtual skies, Heggy, when I can finally take off okay. in my Cessna on Microsoft Flight Simulator. Yeah, right, eh? Live stream it. That'll be amazing. The aim, the aim one day is to get a slab of Red Bulls and uh, I want to do the full flight. Miami. I want to go Miami to Phuket via Shannon. Oh, right. Oh, man, you could go Miami to Miami with a carton of Red Bulls. <laughs> Is that the new round the world dead shit ticket? You go Miami, Shannon, Phuket, Bali, Gold Coast, Miami. Yeah, kicking people off in every location <laughs> till it's just you left. <laughs> Anything else from you, mate? Nah, all good to go. All right, we'll see you next week. Boys. Thanks for tuning in to Midair Brawl. This is our very first episode. Heggy, you're already shaking your head. It's mid-flight brawl, dickhead. Oh, fucking hell. Okay, ready to go. The clap. Hang on, sorry, I fucked it. Clap. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.